Anchor your life to the inspiring words that will put a rainbow in your sky. Listen to Word and Songs, a program that will introduce you to the Word of Life and beautiful music to help you experience peace and consolation. Join the Daughters of St. Paul for half an hour of Word and Songs. and blessings to you, dear friends. Welcome to our weekly program, Word and Songs. How are you? I hope you're all in a pink of health and full of gratitude, even if sometimes things or events do not turn up according to how we want them to be. Yes, we cannot but always be thankful. So many blessings we receive each day, big and small, but most of the times we are not even consciously aware of it. Hence, we forget to say thank you to the Lord. Since we are now in the month of September, the month when we celebrate the birthday of our Blessed Mother, let us ask Mary to help us always be grateful to the Lord, just as she was. On September 8, the whole Christendom will celebrate the birthday of Mary, the Mother of Jesus, and our Mother too. Friends, this is Sister Lines of the Darb St. Paul once again inviting you to join me in the next 30 minutes of insightful reflections and afflicting music that speaks from the heart here in our program, Word and Songs.
two months in the liturgical year that are dedicated to the Blessed Mother, the month of May and October. According to www.catholic.com, one reason why May was dedicated to Mary was because in ancient Greece, May was the month of Artemis, the goddess of fertility. The early Christians, wanting to Christianize pagan culture, rededicated the month of May to the Mother of God. The month of October, however, has been dedicated to the Rosary, a set of prayers said in honor of Mary. Friends, we all remember the Battle of Lepanto, right? The Holy League's victory at the Battle of Lepanto against the invading Turks was credited to the praying of the Rosary that Pope Pius V had enjoined all Christians in preparation for the battle. The month of September, although not considered a Marian month like May and October, is nonetheless significant as it is the month of the Nativity of our Blessed Mother. Yes, we celebrate the birthday of Mary every September 8th. Happy birthday to
know how important birthdays are for us, right, dear friends? It is a celebration of life. If we are grateful to God for the life given us or to our loved ones, how much more grateful we should be for the gift of life given to Mary, whom God has chosen to be the mother of our Lord Jesus Christ. But she is not only the mother of Jesus, she is also our mother and the mother of all humanity. In humbly accepting the role of being the mother of the Savior, Mary opened the gates of heaven to all of us. The Church has celebrated Mary's birth since the 6th century. The date of Mary's birthday on September 8 helped determine the date for the Feast of the Immaculate Conception on December 8. St. Augustine described the birth of the Blessed Virgin Mary as an event of cosmic and historic significance and an appropriate prelude to the birth of Jesus Christ. The great saint said, Mary is the flower of the field, from whom bloomed the precious lily of the valley.
Friends, the Bible does not give an account of Mary's birth and early life. But traditions and apocryphal writings describe the circumstances of her birth and early life. We also read accounts of Mary's birth and infancy from the revelations received by several mystics like St. Elizabeth of Shuna, St. Bridget of Sweden, Venerable Mary of Agreda, and Sister Anna Catherine Emmerich, which are compiled in a book titled The Life of Mary as Seen by the Mystics. The book tells us that Mary's parents Joachim and Anne prayed for a long time for a child but remained childless. In the Jewish society, being childless is seen not only as a misfortune and disgrace but also an indication that God thought such a couple unworthy to contribute toward the coming of the Messiah. Nonetheless, the years of waiting were also years of purification for the couple. The Lord prepared them spiritually for the coming of their child, who would become the mother of the Savior. Therefore, Mary was born free from original sin. Hence, she is called the Immaculate Conception. The Blessed Virgin said to St. Bridget of Sweden, It is the truth that I was conceived without original sin and not in sin. A golden hour was my conception. My son joined my father and my mother in a marriage of such chastity that a purer union has never been seen. Sensuality was extinguished in them. Thus, my flesh was formed through divine charity.
You're tuned in to our program Word and Songs, and this is still your friend, Sister Lines of Adorb St. Paul, sharing with you beautiful reflections on the life of our Blessed Mother from the book, The Life of Mary, as seen by the mystics. The revelations to the mystics also disclosed that Mary was offered by St. Anne and St. Joachim to God and had gone to live in the temple at a young age and stay there until she was 13 years of age. By this time, Mary's parents were already gone. Therefore, it fell upon the priests of the temple the responsibility to look for a worthy husband for Mary. Joseph, the humble carpenter from Nazareth, who was favored by God, was chosen among the group of young men from the line of King David.
our country is known as Pueblo Amante de Maria, a people in love with Mary. And this is indeed true, considering the number of devotions we have in honor of Mary. We have so many devotions to the Blessed Mother, as we call her in many different names. But maybe the most popular of all is the Mother of Perpetual Help. I suppose there is no parish in the Philippines that does not pray the Novena to the Mother of Perpetual Help on Wednesdays. I remember growing up practicing this devotion. Even if it's not possible to go to church on Wednesdays, the Novena prayer would surely be said, at home, nonetheless. Mary will always be our mother and us her children. Jesus, while dying on the cross, entrusted her mother to her beloved disciple, saying, Woman, behold thy son. Behold your mother. Symbolically, Mary became the mother of us all in the person of the beloved disciple. Mary is our way to Jesus. Since Mary is blessed among all women, God has a special place for her in heaven. And in heaven, Mary continues her motherly role of guiding and interceding for us so that we too may join her in heaven where we are all destined to dwell eternally. Friends, at this point, I'd like to acknowledge and thank Sister Pinky Barrientos of the Daughters of St. Paul, our scriptwriter for this episode of Word and Songs. And Sister Pinky wished to acknowledge Pauline's Publishing House, publisher of the book The Life of Mary as Seen by the Mystics, where she took some excerpts that she used for this episode. The book is available online at www.store.paulines.ph and in all Pauline's Media Center nationwide. Or you can order the book at Lazada. Just search for Pauline's Publishing House. All the songs played in this program are from the CD album Receive Me, O Mary, performed by the Daughters of St. Paul Choir, produced and distributed by Pauline's Audiovisuals, Daughters of St. Paul, Philippines. If you like the songs we played in this program, they are available online at YouTube, iTunes, and Spotify. To those who follow this program in the radio stations or on Facebook and Spotify, thank you for listening. Remember, Pauline's Radio PH is linking lives and healing hearts. Thank you so much, dear friends, for joining me in our program, Word and Songs. This is Sister Lines of Adorb St. Paul saying, Bye-bye for now. Thank you for listening. Join me again next week in another episode of Word and Songs. Stay healthy, happy, and blessed. May God bless us always.
just heard Word and Songs. This program was brought to you by the Daughters of St. Paul, 